Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello and welcome to a um, special episode, um, a slightly shorter one of the Unusual Efforts F-Pod. Um, you are with me, Jesse Loesch, and Kirsten Schlevitz. Um, Sonia is still sick today. Um, and Megan, we are sending tremendous love to you down in the Mississippi Delta. Um, Kirsten and I are um, coming to you with, I think, what we're all um, grappling with over uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, and it is not um, our usual sort of uh, will he, won't he score, will he, won't he take his shirt off uh, battle. Um, this is something that you've heard us talk about before um, and has recently seen the light of day again. And this is the um, rape accusations that Der Spiegel published in 2010 um, that Cristiano Ronaldo's very talented team of lawyers and publicists managed to uh, stifle, I'm saying stifle because of Spiegel, there's my German for you, Um, and perhaps due to the really um, astounding global climate right now of the Me Too movement, of um, maybe feminist reckoning who knows we'll talk about that in a second um it's it's come back into the limelight and so it was published again two days ago um with even more information including direct quotes from ronaldo himself so we're going to give you some of the facts and information and then um we'll get to some questions from some of our Listeners. I have a question first, actually. I thought that yeah. it didn't come to like in Der Spiegel until 2017. I thought that there originally. Sorry, yes. One. I meant that it actually happened in 2017. Thank you for that. No, yeah. Still- so here's. So just. <laughs> no, you're trying to say it happened. Listen, we can't stop. We can't start a pod without some mishap. So speaking of facts, Kirsten, here are the actual facts. So, um, and, and we'll, we'll give you just the, the pre-pod, the, the pre-information caveat that um, this, is, this is ongoing in that both teams of lawyers are challenging this. Um, Ronaldo's lawyers are actually suing Der Spiegel for even publishing the allegations. Um, Catherine Majorga, who um, accused Ronaldo of rape, her lawyers are... Um, challenging the non-disclosure agreement that she was forced to sign so we're gonna we're just gonna sort of put in an alleged um around this entire podcast um so what has happened so far um is that in 2009 um according to der spiegel a woman named Catherine majorga claimed that cristiano ronaldo 
uh, raped her in a hotel room in Las Vegas. Um, she filed a rape report with the Las Vegas police right after um, the alleged rape. Um, and then in 2010, a couple months after it happened, um, she reportedly reached a settlement out of court with Ronaldo um, for about $375,000, which is around 288,000 euros, um, and had to sign a non-disclosure agreement agreeing never to go public with these allegations, um, which, again, we will we will get to. Um, in 2017, Der Spiegel published pieces of this of this information. Um, they didn't have her name and then, though. They got it all. They did from not have her name. Football leaks, I believe, is what it's yes, called. Yes, and but part of what they published is that she had since she had really been obviously not not solely from the trauma of of having been sexually assaulted, but she had been. I believe forced to leave her work. Um, her life really had not had been derailed from what had happened. Um, yesterday, um, again today is Sunday, the thirtieth of September. It is. Yes, it is. It's very clearly September thirtieth. Um, so, <laughs> yesterday, Cristiano Ronaldo, who played for Juve, that's an entirely different podcast that Kirsten will talk about. Um, yesterday, Ronaldo played for Juve. He also published an Instagram video. He did that yesterday or today? He did this, I I don't know, European time. (laughs) Who knows? Judging judging from my news feed, the Instagram video is, was today. Because that's how you publish your, great, cool. Ronaldo did this, uh you know, Instagram video. That's how you bother to spread your news about this very important thing in which he said, they just want to promote themselves by using my name. It's normal. Now, Ronaldo's lawyer, Christian Schertz, has said... It, um, let, let's make it clear. This is probably one of Ronaldo's lawyers. The man must Yes, have... Ronaldo has a team of lawyer and a team of publicists. Yes. Um, and again, this is the Ronaldo who has not had to pay. Let me just go back and say that the settlement was for $375,000. Ronaldo. It was, it was one to, week of his salary at the time at Real Madrid. Right. Thank you. So I don't know how good you are at Googling, but if you can quick Google how much Ronaldo still owes the nation of Spain in taxes. That's a different lawsuit, to, I'm sure. Like against us, right? So his his lawyers are excellent. Um, so one of his lawyers, Christian Schertz, has said that the reporting in Der Spiegel is blatantly illegal, and has said, "quote He is going to seek compensation for moral damages over probably one of the most serious violations of personal rights in recent years." Now, a little bit later, we're going to talk about language and how language matters and the importance of the words that you pick. And when, when Christian Schertz says the word violation of personal rights, talking about reporting, <laughs> not talking about the violation of a woman's body, not only is something wrong, but we really need to think about 
the disconnect that these men in power are living in. So these are the facts that, that we have. And I'm sorry, I just said that missing one very important piece, which is that Der Spiegel, Der Spiegel, sorry, Germany, um, then published a follow-up. And I think that was two days ago. Am I wrong? I believe so. Okay. So, and, and again, a, a lot of this was alleged, but Der Spiegel published a follow-up in which they actually got, um, from the, um, reporting and from Ronaldo himself, what he said and what Ronaldo said, himself said, aside from some, um, facts of the of how the sex according, happened was, quote, according to Der Spiegel from right. what they let's make it clear that no other news agency has independently this. uncovered this but they have right. this information and again none of the lawyers though or Ronaldo have denied that this part happened they're just suing to, to what they're saying is that none of this should have been reported. Uh, I don't know, because all over everything is Ronaldo saying this is fake news rape allegation. That he's denying that. But what he said was, sorry, according to Der Spiegel, quote, she said no and stop several times. She complained that I forced her, end quote. So. That's the that's the man who is currently one of the um, biggest names in sport. Um, the man whose whose jersey is on a lot of children, a lot of of people around the world, um, and the man who commands a lot of sponsorship deals. Kirsten. A lot of news agencies are not touching this with, like, forget a 10-foot pole. Dude, they're not touching this with ink. No, okay. What are we doing so, here? Part of the reason that Jesse and I thought it was so important to come on tonight and record this short little episode, even without Sonia, even without Megan, is because when we decided, no one was talking about it, obviously. Der Spiegel was and a couple of non-football media outlets we're touching it as well as Deadspin, but I don't think Deadspin gives a fuck about anything. Um, <laughs> um, now, um, what is it like six hours after we decided we'd do this? If you Google Ron- Ronaldo rape, your news feed will feed up, fill up, which mine did not just a few hours ago. And it's all story saying Ronaldo denies rape allegation as fake news. So these outlets did not cover what the German media reported on. They did not outline Catherine's allegations and instead are only putting forth Ronaldo's side of the story that he took that he put out on Instagram and given that part of our mission at Unusual Efforts is to be you know 
an alternative to the mainstream media and giving you different voices and different perspectives on football, we thought it very important that we come on here and get this out because it's just not happening. I mean, people are talking about it, obviously. There's a little undercurrent, but, you know, you don't see it on, if you're a fan of the sport, on the sites that you would probably check first in the morning or whenever you might be getting up and getting around to looking at news. Yeah, this was not the thing that my NBC Sports app (laughs) alerted me to. This morning, oh. sorry to call you out, NBC Sports. I can't even imagine that NBC would do that. And mm, it's not the alert that I got today. Um, I wish I could remember what the alert was, but it was not about this. Well, I mean, um, I showed you that one screenshot of what my um, what my Google was showing when I said when I Googled Ronaldo allegations. And it wasn't. Oh, my goodness. Here we go. This is Kirsten sent me this at this was a little a little over an hour ago. Cristiano Ronaldo's one game ban clears him to face Manchester. Okay, that's nothing. Football transfer rumors. Cristiano Ronaldo to return to Real Madrid. First of all, no. Second of all, no. (laughs) Third one. Cristiano Ronaldo set for one game ban clearing him to face. You guys, we've done this. Fourth one. Cristiano Ronaldo denies rape claim as fake news. That's BBC News. Ronaldo's lawyers threaten lawsuit over rape accusation. That's the New York Times. And that's the very last one. Yeah. Um, now, you also sent me something else, which I neither one of us of things, had. But... You did. You did very, you did really good research. But I have to tell you that I never sent you this um pitch for unusual efforts because I'm still ashamed of it but there was a time in my teenage years when Diego Forlan was playing for a little known club called Manchester United when I was an I was an avid Man United fan I I still have a United jersey and socks whoa yeah I know I'm sorry I'm you know what, this is, if, if there's a time to come out, there's a time to come out, I guess it's now, but, um, I have an entire article somewhere about it that I was going to send you and I never did about like the shame shame of watching Man United. Okay. So I know I, I like subscribed to all the Man United stuff and all the news that was fit to print. Not once did I know or hear about, or have an inkling of what you just sent me like half an hour ago. Which was the fact that Ronaldo was actually accused of rape back in 2005. 2005, when he was 20. Yes, 2005. Now, to be fair... Playing for United. To be fair, the charges were dropped. Yeah, which we must say for charges you dropped, but United reasons. put out a an official statement. Yes, they did, and unfortunately, old web articles do not easily size on my phone. But I oh, here I gotcha. 
Um, Ronaldo says, I have been not notified that the police investigation has been closed and no action will be taken against me in relation to the allegations made previously. I have strongly maintained my innocence of any wrongdoing, and I'm glad that this matter is at an end so that I can concentrate on playing for Manchester United. Since that time, 2005, that matter has been at an end because we have not heard about it. We have not looked down upon him with utter derision until, you know, 2017 and the first charges or the first uh, Der Spiegel investigation into this. Um, and, you know, no one else has really thought to uncover this either because his, it's got to be because his team is so good at making sure this stuff does not go through. Right. Right. So, um, let's, um, let's get to some of these, some of these questions. Um, and we've, sorry, I, I just I'm just, I'm looking at thing related to this old allegation yeah. is that, um, in the Der Spiegel article, Catherine mentioned three reasons that she wanted to come forward now. One of them was the Me Too movement. And she was inspired by that and wanted to, all, like, both took courage from it and wanted to uh, stand with those women, it seemed like. Um, I don't remember. Oh, the, I think the second was mostly because she felt it had never... It should have never been swept under the rug that way. Yeah, I have a quote from here here. Um, and she says, quote, I've had like these serious breakdowns and again, blaming of the rape. And I blame him and I blame myself for signing that thing, meaning the non-disclosure agreement. Um, but then. And it's very interesting that there's a link right underneath that. It says, related articles, thank you, Google, from player to one-man multinational, Cristiano Ronaldo, that talks about him in economic terms and how much money he makes for so many things, which is fascinating um, that that is, you know, just in terms of algorithms, <laughs> I guess, um, you know, that that really is how how the internet sees him. And I, and I think, you know, we're going to touch on that as well. Sorry, Kirsten, I interrupted you. Um, it was just also kind of to piggyback on that though, in terms of, uh, his economic success, his ability to dominate the entire football sphere that does not hail Messi as a God, one might say. Um, hmm. I think that this is what makes her ask, I want to know if he's done this to anyone else. I want to know if I'm the only one. And now we're sitting here looking at this article about accusations from 2005 that yeah. no one has really discussed. Or if they have, it hasn't ever come to our attention. Right. Right. And what else, you know, that quote, 
that he said in his, I'm sorry, I still cannot get over that it was an Instagram video. I mean, first of all, I can't imagine putting anything of importance in an Instagram video, like, you know, telling anybody that I'm going grocery shopping in an Instagram video, but this of all things, but who, when he said they, I, I think it and sounded like a, um, a resp- like a interactions with fans thing. It said he responded to a question from a fan and said, no, 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 that's fake news. So was the they referring to women in general? That they do this? Or was it I'm, they I'm sort of as stuck. in this is not his first accusation? Exactly. Because I mean, are they sort of, are they covering this up so hard because there are more? Than I mean, just these two? We probably don't want to speculate on that too much without bringing the wrath of the legal teams down on this tiny independent right. podcast with like 15 listeners. Um, well, one of the questions that our 15 listeners <laughs> sent us was if people, not just Ronaldo's lawyers, but if people in sport and journalism are working so hard to cover this up and just really avoiding this subject because this would open a potential dam in sport that we've sort of seen the NFL do a very poor job of, um, sorry, everybody, you've just seen, you've not seen Kirsten and I both make epic (laughs) eye rolls. Uh, Just imagine that. So the NFL has really um, led the way in epically fucking up how it's dealt with um, domestic violence and rape. But I, I, I don't think that the Me Too movement has touched sport in the way that it probably exists. Mm-hmm. You know, Chet Evans, that is still um, just one example of, of, of a failure. Um, you know, there... So is is that what's going on? Is is this just sort of an attempt to stall it? Is it is this everybody you know making the like monkey eyes over the you know hand over the eyes and the ears and the mouth of like no 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 we don't want this to happen? Well, I think it. They certainly don't want it to happen with their god of football. Essentially, I mean. In my opinion, the only way this could have been more shattering would have been if it's Messi, because Messi seems to be regarded with more of an innocence, I suppose. Is it just me that thinks that? No, I think that's true. But I think that Ronaldo, because he has that, like, I'm saying this one, like, I should have, like, a bucket next to me. But (laughs) does he have, like... (laughs) Messi doesn't have like the sex appeal that Correct. Ronaldo does. Correct. That's what um, I was getting. And at. I think that it, yeah, you know, I still I, there's that commercial. I don't even know what it's for, like fast internet or something. Great where, advertising. <laughs> you know, like Ronaldo, he's like in his underwear and he gets locked out of his hotel room and a late. And I hate it because I always thought it was like sexually objectifying Ronaldo, and I'm get upset on his behalf um, because. Hello, it goes all ways, people. That's why feminism is for everybody. But this woman, like a hotel maid, takes a picture of Ronaldo and in like 15 seconds, it goes around the world. But, you know, Ronaldo and his box, like Ronaldo is the new like Beckham and his boxers. 
So you, no one wants to see Messi in his boxers. No, we really don't. You're, like, you're not going to put Messi in his boxers in Times Square. That's just weird. Like, that would be, like, upsetting. I'm very upset right now. I mean, right? for many reasons, but, like, but that's another one. Thank you. Yeah, but but I think Ronaldo, everybody sort of imagines, is, like, this total package of, like, he could... I don't want to say package and Ronaldo <laughs> in the same sentence, but he can... You know, he can do it all. He can play and sell jerseys and, you know, like, have four babies. And I'm not, I can't get into the, like, the fact that we don't know who the first baby's mom is and then the surrogate while his girlfriend was pregnant. That's weird. And I, if it's, if, look, there may be a nice normal reason, but it goes to objectifying women. And I'm just putting it out there. That's, that's another weird thing. Anyway. Let's keep going. What else have people asked us? Wait, what was even that? What was the question? <laughs> it was. It was the about, question was um, blowing whether this the would dam, dam of yeah. I mean yeah. You would think that it would have to be if his lawyers do not succeed in shutting this down. Because if you can go after Ronaldo, then who can't you go after? You know. But at the same time, right. did you see that? Um, piece of conversation that she was so afraid. She talks about being afraid that the fans are going to come after her. And I know so that we, we saw question. that with Chad Evans, right? Right. And that was... Right. Both female and male fans, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, that was just some lowly little I mean can you imagine yeah I mean can you imagine what it Chad Evans could walk down most streets and not yeah. nobody would know who it was Ronaldo so like you said is is both powerful and popular and I mean she according to this article has essentially vanished right for the right. sake of her I would assume physical health not just mental health um, yeah. And so, well, on the one hand, you can think, okay, if somebody can come forth with these accusations against Ronaldo, then my accusations against someone who is not as popular, who can walk down the street without being recognized, will be fine. But then you can take a look at pretty much any woman's twitter feed and decide no i still can't come forward because even if i criticized someone for simply making an incorrect pass i might get a death threat you know so i think that brings up two really important points which is on the one hand this this idea that people that Ronaldo just brought up, that women sort of do this, that we, you know, fling about false accusations or, or like, willy-nilly accuse men of rape. Um, it's just something to do and, on a Friday night. Right. I mean, I'm bored. What to do? Oh, I bet. I, I'll just accuse Ronaldo of rape. Now, first of all, as you said, for like, $375,000 is, is a shit ton of money. However, it is a drop in the bucket for Ronaldo. And second of all, Catherine, her life is is ruined. I mean, it is it is over. It will never be the same. It already um, was over, according to all of this. Right? But yeah. It's so. 
after this. You know, not only is she dealing with the trauma of the rape, but let's, you know, consider the fact that just making a rape accusation and, I, you know, I'm just going to put this, this fact out there, but if you make a rape accusation, then you have to get a rape exam, which for the purposes of, of people who believe that, um, that women do this just for, I don't know, shits and giggles, um, you get anally swabbed, vaginally swabbed and orally swabbed. Um, you get pictures of your entire body and all your cavities taken and you have to make many multiple statements to many multiple strangers. So that's not fun. And according um, to Der Spiegel, that was all documented. For exactly. Oh, she's, yeah, no, that's done. I mean, that's, she did that. Yeah. She went and, and filed that. And so that, that happened to her. Then, like you said, you know, this isn't just a stranger or a, an acquaintance. This is one of the most famous men on the planet. And that comes with tremendous fear and repercussions. And she knew that. And you and I have made random, you know, tweets about Ronaldo taking off his shirt and gotten horrendous views on Twitter. I mean, I will not read them, but I say one, maybe I, I mention the fact that Arturo Vidal should not be playing for Barcelona and the abuse that rains down on my head is unholy. I cannot imagine what this woman is going through. So there is that. There's also, um, one of our, our followers asked us really what we do about, and here it's, it's, um, Vanilla Walla who asked, how do we deal with Ronaldo fanboys who won't know how to wrap their head over the story and will go out to defend their hero? And then didn't, didn't, uh, Nitmeg correct that with, um, not, don't want, don't know how to, but don't don't care to wrap their heads around it. Yeah. So it does definitely tie into what we were just discussing, you know? Yeah. And this has happened to both of us the past week. Yeah. Um, it is really hard to come to a reckoning over your heroes. I think a lot of us have had to do it over the past year, year and a half, you know? Part of this movement is looking your heroes in the face, in the magazine, in the whatever, and thinking, you're not who I thought you were. That's really hard. But you can't pick and choose. You can't pick and choose your accuser or your assaulter. I mean, you you can't. It sucks. And you can't pick and choose this either. You know, I I have no other, I don't know what else to say. Um, And I guess... The fanboys thing, you, block and mute are awesome. Um, you gotta do it. But, yeah, for your own sanity and peace of mind, because if you think that, that you, if minds are unchangeable, it's not worth it. And as someone, on an extremely serious note here, as someone who's dealt with this particular fan base before, take care to protect yourself. There are there very well could be rape threats, death threats, um, people 
riling up others to go after you to attack you if you do you report those should they report those report those block those get other people to report them and then do whatever you need to do to shake it off and keep speaking out about what you believe yeah yeah um yes so um adam brandon asked us and and he asked us another um another time as well whether um this has to do with economics basically and i i i think the answer is yes i mean i think there's no way that um you know a a MLS 2 player would have been able to have this covered up for so long what do you think um it absolutely involves his money his power the people who are the people and institutions who are invested in keeping him um rich and powerful um the team of lawyers he's able to bring about to surround himself with that apparently according to one of the writers of this article um it's normal for his lawyers to oh man now i don't want to say this oh (laughs) go for it um i thought that now i lost my place in this thread but um that it's part of his lawyer's strategy to come at them with things like this to say they will sue they will um get it to get them to take it down um Mm. now i really want to find that because if so if they know that this is Yeah. Okay. So here it is from Christoph Winterbach on Twitter. Um, It says, Cristiano's lawyer has issued a statement. He is well known to the German press, meaning the lawyer, I assume, because Cristiano. Yeah. Um, What he, the lawyer, likes to do before publishing is to send emails to the editors threatening to sue them if they follow through with it. He did the same to us this time. So, I don't know if that means he's done it in relation to Ronaldo's stories or just in general with privileged, famous clients, but... I think it's a leveraging of power. You know, I think when we look at a lot of this, it's often men, but it's it really is analogous to rape. You know, we hear so often that rape is about power and control, and what, what you just explained is somebody saying we have power you know dangling the power doing a sort of making a show of power um i also just want to add that nike um cristiano ronaldo has a lifetime deal with nike for over a billion dollars and what they said when they announced the deal in 2016 was quote cristiano is one of the top influencers on the planet 
was effectively leveraged his social following and engagement into a media powerhouse to drive tremendous value for his sponsors, end quote. So, um, first of all, Nike, I have my own issues with Nike, and um, <laughs> however, Nike, we know that you're listening. We're not, but Nike, if you're listening, um, Nike has just effectively announced or, or tried to announce um, their social justice cachet or whatever they want to call it by signing Colin Kaepernick, which is great. Do better. Put your words into action and get this fucker off your, off your sponsorships and off your posters. Because if you really mean it, then this is not the face you want. Exactly. If Colin Kaepernick is the face you want, the Cristiano Ronaldo is not the face you want. If money is what you want, then that's a different story. And and I guess we'll see what plays out. But if you guys want to, I don't know, hashtag Nike or at Nike and ask them, then that's a way to go. Is We've seen this work really well with Sleeping Giants, you know, boycotting and asking a question of sponsorships. And I think that might be the way to get at the root of this is to look at who sponsors Ronaldo and how much money Which he makes for a huge long list, by the way. Exactly. If you try to research it, um, you have to read multiple articles on who sponsors. Yeah, because he gets sponsors on social media and, you know, in endorsements and yeah, apparently he he made over ninety three million dollars for watches and herbal life and and what's he doing? Anyway. Never mind. We're not going to go into him. The pyramid scheme promotion thing. Uh, so. We have better things um, to talk about. Bigger things. We have better things to do, including Astao Preti asked, what can or should sports media do beyond sharing the, so- the story of the assault? Like, should they stop talking about Ronaldo in general, reporting less on what he does as Juve, etc., to slowly take him off his pedestal? I think that's an awesome question. But at the same time, Okay, obviously there's a difference between mainstream sports media and, like, what we do. But mm-hmm. how... I mean, you can just stop reporting about Juventus? Not exactly. Mm-hmm. They're seven-time winners of the title in Italy. and No, but I would love to see a little asterisk <laughs> next to his name, like Juve star Cristiano Ronaldo, alleged rapist, scores a goal. You take that up you know? with ESPN. Let's see how that goes. <laughs> you know, like, why not? Um, but Nike this... Nike sponsors Cristiano Ronaldo, uh, accused of rape twice. Well, okay. Obviously, we know that that's not going to happen on the mainstream sites. But what about the stuff they do, like... There are plenty of sites that have, like, a little humor corner or whatever where they make lighthearted stories about about players. And, oh, my gosh, when I used to work for these sites, they would want us to get Ronaldo in there at least a few times a week in those sections because Ronaldo brings the clicks. Sure. So where do you drop Ronaldo? That's where you drop Ronaldo. You don't... Yes. Talk yeah. about his wax figure and his the hair that he combs on his statue, or or even like him giving money to small children. 
You just don't. It's. I think it's that. You know, all the times that we hear that Ronaldo doesn't have tattoos so he can give blood every year. What? About Ronaldo giving his jersey to children. Yeah. That is gone. Out of there. The, the like, Ronaldo, do any, you want to tell me how many goals he scores? Okay. Give me facts that Ronaldo, I don't know, played this many minutes. I find with a heat map. I don't want to hear anything else. And I want an official statement from Juve. <laughs> I want Juve to have to confront it. Uh, Whatever they want to say. If they want to do some bullshit, we stand behind our player. Okay, fine. But they should be forced to put out an official statement so that is on the record. Well, Juve were busy uh, shoving Morata out the door today. So they probably have other things on their mind. Other than you well, know, their star player possibly trying to fuck it up for them. Um. Then they should have to fuck up a little on his behalf, too. Let's be fair. I'm sure they will put out some, like... They have an excellent PR team. They'll they'll give us something. It just won't be what we want. Right. But it should be on the record. They should have, you know, words in writing to the effect that, I don't know, they stand behind him and his pecs that, you know, a couple months later we could say, remember when you said that? Yeah. Um... Didn't we have a question about why, did we already talk about why outlets aren't reporting this? Was there, I know Chris asked us that question and a couple other people jumped on it. Yeah. Um, So I think the question started with why, why isn't the guard, specifically why isn't the guardian and other outlets? So there's one thing that people who aren't in England or in the UK have to understand and is that. UK injunction laws are much, much stricter than they are in most of the world. Um, So Guardian, at the time that we are talking about this, had not put anything up. Um, We actually got the old piece, the 2005 accusation from the Telegraph. Um, I don't know how they weren't stopped by an injunction on that one. It might be too old. Um... But uh, the BBC put something up, which was just about Ronaldo's response, which to me is if you can write about Ronaldo's response to the accusation, then you're not under an injunction. So something else it feels like to me is happening here, which could just be that no one but Der Spiegel has uh, corroborated the story. That only they have done the research and found these receipts and um, that sort of thing. And and because it's Ronaldo, because his lawyers are trigger happy, they don't want to take that chance. But um, I wanted to go back to what Winterbach, one of the the writers, is talking about on Twiddle. Twitter. I love Twiddle. (laughs) Twiddle seems like a better site. Um, (gasps) So... He is making the point that, you know, they are experienced journalists. This isn't just some, you know, it's not like we're putting this out there. This is a major outlet (laughs) who put this out there 18 months ago, was threatened with a lawsuit. The Ronaldo's lawyers never went through with that lawsuit and now have been researching this for weeks. He says that there's at least 20 people involved and... He wants to point out that 
Ronaldo's lawyer says that the publication was illegal because it violates the personal rights of Cristiano Ronaldo. Now, hold on, we'll get to language in a second. As Winterbach points out, the lawyer does not call it a piece of journalistic fiction. He does not call it fake. He only says it is too personal to become public. Now, if you're talking libel, that could possibly be made a case for. However, with celebrities, it's much harder to make libel stick. And if you have a case that the public good outweighs the rights of the person that you are reporting a story about an alleged event, then you are going to have a terribly difficult time, even with the best lawyers on the planet, making that libel claim stick. So I think that's why this article is still up on Der Spiegel and why soon those other outlets might have to confront it and write things other than Ronaldo denies these rape accusations. Should we go back to the violations of um, his personal rights or oh yes the violation yes it's a violation I, 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 first of all I, I really I tr- I just there probably are women on his team but I hope to god there are no women on his team who allowed that to happen because holy god that wording is so offensive <laughs> I don't even, you know what? You have to take this one. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, it's so wrong. Kirsten, it is so not okay. I'm sure there's a lawyerly way of saying, well, we don't like this. Make it stop without sounding like you have never met a woman before I mean, and don't know how to speak words to her. Oh. For one thing, to me, violation is a huge word to have dropped in there because for so long, we did not use the word rape to talk about what happened to women. And we didn't yeah, even bio, use bio, it means, sexual assault. We used violation. Yeah. It means rape in Spanish. Yeah. It's the literal translation. That's, I mean, you put that in there, it is like a red flag. You are saying you're... A violation, meaning this rape is the same as my violation, meaning poor me and my feelings are a little bit hurt over the fact that now I have to spend some time doing some PR. Yeah, the thing you wrote about me is like when you ripped open my body. Yeah. Same thing. Yes. We... And... It's, I mean, you know what, I'll give, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt, but if he knew he was doing it, if that word is purposeful, which again, you went to law school, you gotta know the words that you pick matter. It's, it's traumatizing. It's triggering. It's so offensive. 
Yeah. No, it absolutely. I mean, as soon as I heard the word violation, it was like my body just curled in on itself. Like, how can yeah. you be using such a word that is so loaded with meaning when you are talking back in response to allegations of rape, that that would be the word it's, that you choose. It's like, I mean, it really is like in a murder case saying, oh, you're killing me with that. There's no, there's, no, it's the same thing. There's no excuse for using that word. It is so hurtful and so cruel. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Can we, can we, when so, we're talking about language, can we also just say like, um, that I, I put on Twitter that we will be using rape when we discuss this in the future, that we're not going to gloss it over. I thought that was so important that you wrote that. And I wanted to ask you why you felt it was necessary because I agree with you why you felt it was necessary to write that. Um, I think it's just, um, because, you know, I was, I was doing some background research for this podcast and, um, trying to first of all it's very hard to get the right combination of phrases to see past crimes because even if you put in soccer all the nfl crimes come up um oh that's weird i think it's because they automatically assume if you put in football you're looking for nfl or it could be soccer so they tie soccer and nfl together but anyway um (laughs) so i'm i'm doing this and you put in assault, like sexual assault, and anything from rape to um, something less than domestic violence will come up. Yeah. And it's like just, we have to call it what it is because, well, any kind of assault is going to be, you know, it's going to really obviously have a lasting effect on the woman's life it doesn't do us any good to try to cover it up by saying this was um you know just assault or this was sexual assault even because rape has an impact and rape has a different category of meaning in the law so both of those I think reasons. It's um, when we don't give names to things, we take their power. Like we, we dilute them. There we go. And that's so, yeah, it's, you know, what happened to her and what happened to so many of us deserves to be given. It's, it's weight and its place in our lives. And, um, and so I'm really grateful to you for writing that and for giving us this outlet. And I just wanted, you know, to say, I think we just want to say to everybody, like, this is really hard. And, um, and if hearing this is really hard and if reading this is really hard, like we hear you and we're with you and, um, and reach out and, you know, we have our own cats and dogs to hug, but we hope you have something to snuggle. But 
um, where, you know, one of us is, is here if you need to, you know, rage or cry through Twitter. And, um, I think all of us are, are here. I think, yeah, I think as, as you all can probably tell that we're, we are getting emotional over this and we are, um, affected by it and, you know, recognize that in others too. If if yeah. someone else doesn't want to discuss this issue, whether it's about Ronaldo, whether it's about the other, anything else involving Me Too or certain Supreme Court nominations, <laughs> let you know. Take a step back. Let people yeah. have a little bit of space. Um, yeah. Because check it, in with them. Yeah, yeah. Check in with them, and um, and know that these are difficult conversations to have, but. Don't ever pressure someone into that sort of conversation. Yeah, don't pressure people. Consent matters. Yeah, no. <laughs> Full circle. <laughs> Moral of the story is <laughs> consent matters. So, um, do we want to? I mean, we'll be I back think next we time have with... a couple other questions, but do we want to just save those for when we have a full? Pod. Yeah, our full panel of maybe by then kick ass a little more footballers. Maybe we'll have some more info, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. Um, can I just also give just in case because I don't know this has been quite the week for just so many things. Um, so just in case you or anybody else that you know needs. Um, at least in the States, um, the, uh, national sexual assault hotline is 800-656-4673. Um, and you can always call. They're like available 24 hours. Um, is that rain? And that's rain. And outside of the, outside of the States, you can Google, um, sexual assault hotline. And I know that there are people, you know, waiting to speak as well. Yes. Don't be afraid. Yeah. Yeah. So next week we have a full lineup of footballs and, and matches and maybe red cards. I don't know. I haven't seen a good one of those in a while. And players without black and white jerseys. And it'll be so great. But for now, you can tweet at us. At unusual efforts, you could tweet the hell out of Man on the Post, at Man on the Post, ask them anything you want. <laughs> ask them about their puppies and kittens. They'll love it. Yes. Um, you could subscribe to them on Sonia's favorite. Stitcher. Stitcher. I was going to say Twitter, but that <laughs> no, doesn't make sense. Go to Stitcher. Yeah. Do that. Or iTunes. Or Acast. Or, uh, I don't know, all the yeah, places all where your fine podcasts are sold. Yeah, just click subscribe or download. I don't really know the difference between subscribe and download. But <laughs> we'll just do one of those. A different day. Do both of those. Yeah. And if you figured out, just let us know. And you know what? Your homework from us is to have a great week and then tell us about it in our tweets. Excellent homework. Good. Okay. All right. Take care of yourself, everyone.
Bye.